Previously on the Adventure Zone Ethersea. Cambria, we don't have to do this. I've overstayed my welcome, haven't I? Begin at one end of the bubble and work towards the temple. Kodira says, uh, are you, are you clear of the, of the blast radius? Your city. I pray for its survival. The phytoplankton saves. The glass sphere does not. And it shatters and like the flash dance music video, a bunch of water falls down onto Zooks. You see the last missile hit the temple of Cambria outside of the cradle up in the ballast. Hundreds of people have gathered and attached to that airlock at the end of uh, a long tunnel is the flagship of the Ark Fleet. When the airlock doors open, the people behind them, they see the citizens of the Founder's Wake and see their new dramatic transformations. And it does not break their stride as the two communities these distant relations rush into an embrace. Under the sea. Uh, it's more like a King new... Triton smiles yeah, that's upon not part us. of it. Certainly not part of it. At, well, Justin, actually, I've been uh, I bounced some of my notes off Travis, so he does know that it is going to be sort of a Little Mermaid OC yeah. with my own sort okay. of characters. Oh King man, Triton's we're going to get like OC characters in here. Got Ryan. Yeah, it's going Ryan and Seth, but they're merfolk. Hell and, yeah. Um, Fuck. Actually, hold on. Let me write all this down. Yeah, right. this is really good. <laughs> Rachel, cut all this out because this is this is our next magnum opus. Um, it's it's actually under it's the new... OC. Yeah, I mean they did that. I mean that was the name of several of their formal dances at the uh, that they went fair. to. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, it, it's actually a new month. It's been it's been about a month since the events, the encounter with Cambria, and the city is back up and running for certain, after the sallow. How's it smell around? Is there like a new smell now? We got better, newer phytoplankton? Oh, it's like way fresher. It's way fresher. Yeah, now you're not sort of smelling the smell of, I think it was five big phytoplankton. Now it's a bunch of little ones, and there's just a more sort of like, you know, there's a more a variety to the smells that are coming oh, through. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, I would nice. say- Deeper notes. Yeah, and it's 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 more effective. I think it, where it hits the most is in Joshi's knuckle. You definitely still get that like um, like spicy food stall smell, but it's not like stagnant. Things are like people are more energized than you have seen them in in years. Uh, 
and and just kind of the vibe of the city has has changed as folks have also become sort of accustomed to their new uh you know fish fish features you three are in the gills making your way toward the blue span brokerage for yet another gig griffin Uh, i have a question yeah, yeah, yeah. Have we experienced any kind of like notoriety as the people who like restored the phytoplankton and kind of saved everybody's butts? I mean, certainly among the people in the know in the city, the right? Hoi the hoi polloi, right? Like the balusters know know who you are. The people who are like connected enough with the political workings of the city definitely know what you did, and so like you have gotten recognition there i don't know that every other person in Mm. in founders wake kind of recognizes what you did yeah i mean y'all tell me have you have you been tooting your own horns around town have you been sort of talking yourselves up at your various haunts here in the city i don't know that devo has haunts uh i definitely bragged about the blink shark i exploded yeah yeah, uh, yeah. Uncle uh, Uncle Joshi was uh, was impressed with that, but when he found out you just sort of bloated up with a big bomb, uh, he was less he was less impressed with it. He, the word "dishonorable" was was thrown around uh, mostly in jest, but there was a a sense that he did he did find it somewhat uh, somewhat dishonorable to blow one. Little truth a spoken bomb. in jest. Little truth, right? Yeah, um, I, I don't think Zooks has been bragging about it because ultimately, I think Zooks realizes that. He was the cause of the big problem. No, he wasn't. That's not how it works. Dad, Dad, you you rolling a one is not Zeus's fault. (laughs) (laughs) Well, I think he felt bad for me. Mm. So he felt. So you're saying, Dad, to get this straight, Zeus felt bad for you, Clint McElroy, in real life. Well, we were the causes of it. I mean, the stuff came on. But you say he felt bad for you. This is a weird, this is a weird, like, Purple Rose of Cairo, except, like. (laughs) Zook, step through my computer screen. Right, it's like three layers deep. Griffin, can you say, can you say Last Action Hero? Because that's a reference I would get way more. Yeah, Last Action Hero. It's a lot like that. Uh, I tell you who have not achieved notoriety with. As you all approach the brokerage, you see three familiar, albeit unpleasant faces, leave the building. It is the, the crew of the gut punch. Your rival contractors. There's a stocky Delmer engineer who is flanked by sort of a squat Brynar warrior and a tall pantsuit wearing cleric. And as they walk out and, and and see you all, the Brynar walks forward and says, "Oh look, it's the it's the it's the Glory Hollis crew. Y'all Wait. back from uh, picking up some new contagions to, to try to wipe out the whole city with." A bunch of dinglings. Oh no, we, um, we were busy uh, saving the city. And what were you doing, crew of the Butt Munch? <laughs> oh. Yeah, high oh. five. We're on, <sighs> we're on some next level hero shit. Oh, you were saving a bigger city that you know about that we don't know about. Was this it? Uh, more expensive civilization. Did you save your Canadian girlfriend's city? <laughs> High five. The three of them actually look at each other and kind of like, kind of giggle. And the the Brian R says, "Uh, yeah, something like that. (laughs) It's you all wouldn't, y'all are. I want to do an insight check. Okay. Yeah, me too. 
Yeah, go ahead. Well, I, too bad. I did. I had the idea for the first for mm. the amazing insight check. By the way, y'all can heal up. I oh did. yeah, okay. I got a nat I leveled 20. up too. 16. Is that okay? No, it doesn't matter, Travis. I'm going first. I got 16 plus three. Now you wasted that 20, Travis. Your next roll was going to be a 20, and you wasted it. You did waste it. Yeah, I mean the 19 would have done it, Trap. So, oh um, damn it! But mine's a nat 20. You, but but you both are going to get the same level of information. Uh, she's telling the truth when she talked about when you all joked about saving an even bigger city. Uh, like their their smiles feel completely genuine. Well, come on, don't keep us in suspense. What'd you do? Uh it's uh let's just say that we might have uh some some new neighbors if everything goes well. Uh just doing a little diplomatic work, just a little bit of brave hero stuff, a little bit of uh sal- salvation and That's wonderful. Cool. Job. That's really great. Thank you. That's wonderful. Yeah. Hey, we appreciate your assistance. Oh, it's... <laughs> Thank you for your uh, meager contribution. Appreciate you. All right. Well, um... Wait. Uh, b- before you go, I want just to put to decide. It's the cleric, right, who had the cool sunglasses? Yeah. Uh, just uh, to the cleric, uh, just real quick. Um, uh, Listen, all cool jibes and beefing aside... Just influencer to influencer, you got to check out Normal's pile. They have such good stuff there, such good prices. It's, this is fashion you're not going to find anywhere else. I am telling you, look at look what I can do with this uh, with this this vest. And uh, Devo's just kind of like switch the vest over to be uh, just a cool picture, like an animated GIF of like a cat lowering its sunglasses and winking. It's you're taking. You're exploiting this this great magic item I gave you. I I'm not going to use it all the time that way, Griffin. I'm not going right. to make it do that. Just for the like, he's going to burn two uses of it to do yeah. this cool cat winking. Uh, she lowers her sunglasses and then pulls out like one of those cigarettes on like a long, 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 long stick, Devil Wears Prada style, uh-huh. and looks down at you and she says, "Consignment." Ugh. <laughs> Forever. I don't remember saying this word. Why would you assume this? Uh, she. So maybe looks... you have been to Normal's pile, hmm? Oh, dang, you catch her off. She drops her cigarette stick and picks it up. Oh, shit. <laughs> now, where did you get the sunglasses? I must know. A kiosk at the mall. Of course. Suit to law. <laughs> <laughs> uh, the the uh, engineer tugs on the the Brynar's armor and whispers something in her ear. She says, "All right, we we gotta go. It's uh, it's we got just treaties and all kinds of stuff that we of gotta course. get prepped. But um, y'all keep it real and um, you suck, you stink, you suck shit. And of course, yes. We're the best. We're the best. You're the worst. And, uh, you're uh, the worst, and we're the best. Uh, and you okay. uh, huff right. my fart. Okay, bye, butt munch. They all walk off, nodding at you. And as they're walking off, Zooks yells at the Brynar, I achieved total consciousness last month, and I'm not curious about you or how you think. (laughs) That's true. Drag him. Wow. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, Mess with us, will they? She actually walks back to you when you say that, Zooks, and she says, wait, are you you for real? Yeah. Okay. Yeah. I, I am... I am me, and I'm no longer trying to figure out who I am 
And I only hope that you can achieve this level of total consciousness, which wow. is nice. Okay. That's um why don't you hit me up sometime? My she she pulls out like a little piece of paper and starts writing on it. She's like, uh, I'm I'm joking aside, like we like to make fun of each other and stuff. I'm Bo. Um and I'll write down my last name here. Just hit me up sometime, okay? It's uh and that last name is pronounced uh Fuddies. <laughs> Bo Fuddies? Yeah, Bo Fuddies. Nuts. And she walks away. <laughs> Damn it. You walked right into it. Thank God that's again. Yeah, I did. Boy, I, I, don't, I don't know what that is. This is about testicles. I shall explain it to you later. Oh. Yes. Oh, okay. Uh, Bo Fuddies. No. Oh, yes. Right. Remember how I was telling you about testicle jokes the other day? Yeah. This is one of those testicle jokes. Boy, there is egg on my... Face holes. Oh. After being uh, slammed by a testicle joke, you should not talk yeah. about egg on your face holes. That's true. Yeah. Yes. Uh, okay. You all make your way into the brokerage, and Ravi Montreal welcomes you into his office. He looks, he has calmed down. After finding out that one of his contractors nearly doomed the city, he was probably put on administrative leave. Uh, but he is, uh, he is looking cocksure now as he walks in. You are definitely like, you have moved up in his Rolodex. Significantly, you are like in the um, like the platinum tab, the little Ooh. platinum separator that he has in there. And he says, Look at you, look at you, and look at you. Where's your you should have keys to the city? Where's your city keys? What have you been <laughs> opening up with your city keys? I'm getting mine personalized as uh, it is going to look like uh, a little cool face on the end, my face. Cool. I was, uh, I don't, they, did they really give you keys to the city? No. Okay. It's more of a fob. Um, well, I got you all these stickers. Ooh. And they are big thumbs up stickers. Those are called, those are called Ravi Marks. And you, you get five of those, you get a prize. Ooh. But these are only for acts of great heroism, he says. Hey, have people started to ask about us yet? Like, Anybody requesting us specifically? Um, no. But All if right. I'm being no, touched, but no. Listen, it's good. it's it's. I mean, there's hubbub, there's buzz, but I think it's you know, it's all about supply and demand, isn't it? Right. So I'm I'm still waiting for those jobs to come across my table, and when I do, I will earmark them for you guys because I think that you have what it takes to bring in the big baloney, which by, I don't know why I said that. I meant money. No one's um, ever said that. Yeah, it's pretty cool the way I, my brain works. But um, you're a real anyway, disruptor. Y'all feel like taking a job? You have been kind of kicking it for a month, and that's fine with me because you did have a you know living off the win. spoils. You know, we almost beefed it. You got to live it up a little bit. Sure, sure. Now, ju- Griffin, just to clarify, we didn't get any you were money not paid for the last job for saving the whole city. That was sort the of glory a spoils. Up. Yeah. Okay. Um, well, probably there were a lot of free drinks. Yeah. Sure. sure. Oh, well, we spoke at a lot of luncheons, uh, probably. <laughs> yeah. So thank uh, you for having me. Chamber of Commerce, yeah. ribbon cutting. Yeah, yeah, definitely. <laughs> we opened some supermarkets. <laughs> so he's. Sl- I bet we got some gold for that. <laughs> some lux. No, uh, probably not. He yeah. slides uh, two folders across the table towards you, and he says, uh, "You know." I, the the heartbeat of the city is pounding. We're all getting back to work. We're loving it. Ba da ba, ba ba. 
things are a little bit slow in the contract work department, though. So just got these two jobs. One of them you've seen. But one of them is like covered in cobwebs and it says investigation, the biomass swarm on it. Uh, as he picks it up out of his his desk, actually, the, the manila uh, like folder like crumbles a little bit uh, with age as he sets it down next to another folder called investigation, the menagerie theft. Uh, these are the two jobs available to you guys. They are both two-star in risk. Uh, the biomass swarm, uh, again, the client is Ballister Kodira, uh, and she is seeking a team of contractors to investigate a growing stationary swarm of sea life several dozen nautical miles from the city. Your primary objective is to discover what's causing the swarm, but a sizable bonus will be made available to any team that is able to dispel the swarm without requiring the chaperone's intervention. The other job uh, is the menagerie theft. Uh, the client is the curator, who is seeking a team uh, to investigate a recent theft from the menagerie, a facility in the conservatory tasked with preserving wildlife from the surface world. Uh, a handful of animals have been stolen away from Founders Wake lately, the most recent of which being two aurochs, a male and female, the last of their species. Ooh, um, good grab. I am... Um... Menagerie sounds fun to me. Yeah, this is fun because Devo has to weigh, because he's pissed off both of these people, but he pissed off Kodira much more recently. So the curator has had more time to, to maybe cool down a little bit. <laughs> um, and I don't, I don't I like animals. I want, Are we the only people that, that Devo has not pissed off? I don't know. I piss you guys off sometimes. Yeah, you uh, did. he definitely pissed off Amber. Okay, yeah, I like the. I love aurochs. I'm a big aurochs. Oh, you do? What's your favorite thing about them? Uh, their horns. Because their horns do not stick out like from the sides of their head. They almost thrust forward. Did you just Google aurochs, Dan? No, I did not. Uh, I Googled it before. <laughs> aurochs are uh, sort of oxen with big, they're like longhorn oxen, okay. basically. They are also extinct, sadly. I mean, they are in our world. And mostly extinct Probably. in this world, it sounds like, yeah. Okay. Oh, yeah. Okay. Menagerie. Okay. Let's do it. Uh, he pulls out his little rubber stamp, stamps the menagerie folder, slides it over to you guys. He says, That's a bit, this might seem like a, a real snoozerino after, you know, the high stakes adventure that you all went on last time. But, um, you know, you got you to gotta stay on the grind, as they say, and rescue these sweet beasts. Okay, we are depicted. We said yes. Yeah, you don't uh, stop telling. Uh, you guys are uh, you guys are up to. I don't want you to be afraid of this one. You guys are definitely up for it. No, so we're not. We weren't afraid. I'm not worried about. Also, Ravi, you seem like a fashionable young man. Have you checked out Nermal's pile? Nermal's yes. pile. Now, what's that? Well, it is a shop for only the finest. Uh, now, wait a minute, because I am on a budget. Oh, my friend. <laughs> oh, the Nermos Pile is made for you. It's the finest clothes at the lowest prices. It's right <laughs> next to the pipe. You go down, you find the steamy pipe. It's right there. Oh, by the steamy pipe? Up yes. in the knuckle? Yes, of course. You <laughs> the know. Big the big steamy alleyway pipe in of Josh's course, knuckle? Yes, yes. Everyone knows where that is. Yeah. Oh, man. Thanks you for the hot them, tip. You tell them Devo, Devo sent you, and you will pay sticker price. As all this happens, there's just an hourglass somewhere in a shadowy chamber, and a, a glowing grain of sand falls through it. As Nermal looks over it, just smiling, yes, she says. It's happening. No, none of that's real. It might be. 
Uh, okay. Uh, he hands you all the folder. He says, okay, you all know the deal, or maybe you don't. It's been a while since you had a real job, uh, but uh, you need to go hit up the curator. Find out more details and uh, get him to sign off when you're finished, and then we'll do a money dance. Oh, of course, yes. Standard. Cool. And if you guys want to hang out later... Oh, look at the time. Oh, time to get rolling. I got man. some new records. Wait, records? Oh, wait, tell me more. <laughs> yeah, they're... they're um, the, you pop them down on the tone wheel. I got Dewey Lewis. Sorry, no, oh. you don't. It's certainly not. Dewey no, Lewis. I love that. Oh, it's de- it's D E W Y. It describes it's his not moisture. Lewis, yeah, though, he is. It? He's like a wet. So he's like a wet Lewis. It's like certainly not. Dewey it's pretty Lewis. good stuff. Here, actually, I'll put some on right now. <laughs> Gotta run. No, yeah, I want wait, to hear this. No, before the copyright strike hits. Get the fuck out of that office. (laughs) We have an aura frame here at our house, and we primarily use it to show pictures of our kids and the fun stuff that we do. And my favorite thing about it is that it's so easy to upload pictures on that as soon as we get home from doing something fun, we just immediately put the pictures up there so we don't forget to do it. You know, because I, I've tried, we try to do picture frames and stuff in the past, and then we never remember to put them on. But with Aura, it's so easy to load it up that it has become kind of a a digital scrapbook more than anything else. So if you have been looking to get the pictures that are trapped in your phone and set them free in a way that other people can see them, might I recommend Aura Frames. They're stylish, they're easy to use, you're gonna love it. And it was named the number one digital picture frame by Wirecutter, and for a good reason. It's so easy to set up, and they have different frame options, all kinds. And the best part is it comes with unlimited storage. So right now you can save on the perfect gift that keeps on giving by visiting AuraFrames.com. For a limited time, listeners can get $20 off their best-selling frames with code ADVENTURE. That's A-U-R-A frames.com promo code ADVENTURE. Terms and conditions apply. Hello, it's me, the internet's Travis McRoy. Yes, that's right. Powerful influencer, Travis McRoy. You know, people are always asking me, Travis... How did you become such a powerful influencer in the world? Well, I'll let you in on my secret. It's Squarespace. Yes, that's right. Squarespace, the all-in-one platform for building your brand and growing your business online. You can stand out with a beautiful website, engage with your audience, and sell anything. Your products, content you create, or even your time. What? What influencer doesn't do that? I ask you. I'll wait. That's right. None of them. They all do that, and you can do it with Squarespace. Okay, here's uh, just as an aside. You can also use Squarespace even if you're uh, not an influencer, um, and even if the idea of being an influencer uh, makes you throw up a little bit in your mouth, don't worry, Squarespace is still useful. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. With Fluid Engine, a next-generation website design system from Squarespace, it's never been easier for anyone to unlock unbreakable creativity. Start with the best-in-class website template and customize every design detail with 
reimagined drag and drop technology for desktop or mobile. With Squarespace scheduling, clients can quickly view your availability and book their own reservations, appointments, or classes, and you can sell products on an online store. Whether you sell physical or digital products, Squarespace has the tools for you. So go to squarespace.com adventure for a free trial. And when you're ready to launch, use offer code adventure to save 10% off your first purchase of a website or domain. Chicago. We're coming to you. We're coming for you. We're coming at you. And we're also coming to C2E2. And we're doing live shows. All a bunch of stuff in April. April 24th, we're going to be doing My Brother, My Brother and Me, which is nearly sold out. And Taz, which is selling out fast. So do not wait. April 25th is Taz. April 24th is My Brother, My Brother and Me. April 26th through the 28th, we're doing C2E2. Schedule to be announced. You can get your C2E2 badges now, but you do not need a badge to attend the live shows. Tickets for those shows are on sale at bit.ly slash Tours. All the information is there. Go check it out. Also, we've got a newsletter in case you've been wondering what's the best way to keep up with our new tour dates and announcements and stuff like that, go to bit.ly slash newsletter. And of course, check out all of the merch over at macroymerch.com. A lot of great stuff. Fungalore sticker pack, um, naming of the year poster. Uh, we've got the little Sailor Man pin and 10% of all proceeds this month go to the Foundation for Black Women's Wellness. So go check it out, macroymerch.com. And now back to the show. Hi, I'm Jesse Thorne, the founder of Maximum Fun, and I have a special announcement. I'm no longer embarrassed by my brother, my brother, and me. You know, for years, each new episode of this supposed advice show was a fresh insult, a depraved jumble of erection jokes, ghost humor, and frankly, this is for the best, very little actionable advice. But now, as they enter their twilight years, I'm as surprised as anyone to admit that it's gotten kind of good. Justin, Travis, and Griffin's witticisms are more refined, like a humor column in a fancy magazine. And they hardly ever say Bazinga anymore. So, after you've completely finished listening to every single one of all of our other shows, why not join the McElroy Brothers every week for My Brother, My Brother, and Me. Are you ready to binge watch something old? The Greatest Generation is a podcast about Star Trek by a couple of hosts a little bit embarrassed to even have a Star Trek podcast. Hosted by me, Ben Harrison. And me, Adam Pranica. We get into the critical, the technical, the science fictional aspects of the show we love while roasting it and each other at the same time. We've completed an entire series about Star Trek The Next Generation and another one about Star Trek Deep Space Nine, and we've just begun Star Trek Voyager, so now is a great time to start watching a new Star Trek series with us. So subscribe to The Greatest Generation on MaximumFun.org or wherever you get your podcasts and become a friend of DeSoto today. Uh, okay, you all make your way up to the uh, conservatory. Uh, and as you approach, the docent, who is sort of the big, big bodyguard for the curator, greets you outside of the lift and uh, ushers you toward the menagerie. 
again, the the just to paint a picture, the conservatory is sort of stands apart from the rest of the city in that like it just kind of looks like a big, well tended park. Like a lot of the financial resources are are uh, of the city are funneled into keeping this this layer this district looking so crisp. Um, and there's several buildings up here, including sort of many museums that the curator manages uh the church uh, the the parish the benevolent parish is also up here um but the menagerie is it's somehow even more kind of um decadent than the rest uh, of the buildings here yes. it's almost like a faux ancient looking like it's mm. sort of a white marble tower um and as you enter, uh, and the docent sort of leads you past the security check-in desk, uh, the inside, it, it, like, matches pretty much exactly. It is, it's almost like a big cylindrical library. Um, there's a lot of sprites, just like glowing cubes coming and going, checking on, uh, like, different sort of uh, cupboards, or not cupboards, little alcoves uh, all, all throughout. It almost looks like a big, uh, a big library. Uh, with the spiral staircase running up the the length of the whole thing. Um, And in each of those alcoves, there are uh, a pair of glass spheres about the size of a bowling ball. And inside of that bowling ball are... Is another bowling ball. Another bowling ball all the way down. Uh, Inside of each of these bowling balls are like little, almost like dioramas of different kind of like biomes uh, from from the surface world. Uh, you see some that are sort of like, uh, you know, sandy deserts and some that are swampy marshes and some that are uh, prairies and, and just, just of all sorts. And then inside each one, you can see a tiny little animal just to scampering around. That's adorable. The docent walks you inside and he looks sort of uh, kind of timid for his size as he walks you in and the curator greets you as you enter and the curator says uh, oh my friends welcome uh, it's good to see two of you mm. yes this is this is fair yes you're taking on the job then this is great I hear I hear you're in high demand these days yeah I guess our reputation precedes us yes uh, um, curator if I may right off the bat I know that uh, the last time that we met, I behaved very poorly. Extorted is a word yes. that I like to... When I tell the story to my friends, I use the word extorted. Yes, I I, I was new to the job and new to the world. Uh, I had been very sheltered up till then, and I behaved so poorly. And I, yes. I, I want you to know I feel terrible about the yes. ways that I behaved, and I hope cool. that uh, you are able to look past that and oh, put your guns. trust in in this. Uh, absolutely, absolutely, bygones. I do mostly want to talk to the other two about the job details. If that is okay, I still, it's your voice makes me sad to hear it. Because I think about how, the way that you extorted me when I was in a very vulnerable place. Oh. Uh, th- I, I hate to hear that. This is uh, uh, completely understandable. If you'd like, I actually have a... Errand, I would like to run before we go, so I can yes, step out. Yes, yes, that would. This is the best of both worlds. Excellent. Uh, and Devo leaves. Oh, and Devo's okay. gonna head towards the parish. Okay, uh, we're gonna finish up here first. Uh, 
The curator says, um, so, um, yes, it's like I said in the contract, we've had uh, uh, some thefts from our uh, menagerie here, uh, each theft representing the extinction of one of our precious, precious beasts, and um, we need to put, a, obviously, a stop to this, because it's once we return to the surface world, once things, you know, chill out a little bit, um, we want to have our animals back. They're great animals, don't you think? Yes, this is uh, this is the job. Um, not many witnesses, aside from, of course, my my friend here, the docent, who uh, you'll have to <laughs> you'll have to ask him what he saw because when he told me, I said, "You've been hitting the you've been hitting the the uh, the hooch a little too hard." I said, and then uh, and then I laughed, but he was still so scared. And it seemed like I made him kind of uncomfortable. And we haven't spoken since. All right, we'll, we'll hit him up. Thank you. Um, do you need anything from me, or can I... Stick around. We may think of some other questions. Okay, okay. That's what they say, right? Yeah, sure. That's what the detectives say. Don't leave okay. town. Right. Yeah, yeah, that's good. Uh, yeah. Okay, you all are in, you know, L.A. Noir investigation mode at this point. Okay. What do you do? Dad, what do you think? Uh, well, I think Zooks would like some general information first. Okay. Uh, so, how does this all work? Uh, docent, how, how, I mean, are they going to make the animals bigger? I mean, does the bowling ball weigh as much as a full-grown you know, a couple of animals. What's what's the technology here? He uh, walks over to one of the alcoves and picks up one of the bowling balls and then grabs like a just one of the, the folks doing busy work running around here um, and hands them the bowling ball. And he says, you'll know about magic. Um, uh, Some of it. Yes, yes. This magic makes things very small, and you can put them in things and contain them, and the, you do it. And the um, the like assistant there uh, holds onto the orb, and it glows, and then just a horse comes out, like a fully a fully sized horse, just like appears Whoa. out of a beam of light, uh, and is is pop, just pops out of it pokeball style, and of uh, course it does. The, do- <laughs> the docent, like, pets its mane. He says, this one is my favorite. So which one did they steal? Uh, well, I'll show you. And he hops up on the horse's back and just, like, starts to very slowly trot over. And the assistant looks very nervous as this happens. He says, uh, in, uh, let's see. We have had, uh, before the aurochs disappeared, we had had four different thefts. Uh, here you can see the long-clawed serval. We got the tufted rhino, uh, the silver striders, and the polar bears. And the shrine of the silver monkey! I knew someone was gonna... <laughs> um, he says, so this would be the fifth theft, but this is just the first one that we caught, because you see... And he walks over to the tufted rhino exhibit and it looks like there are like those bowling balls sitting in the places where they're supposed to be but as he reaches for them his hand passes right through them and the illusory spheres disappeared 
He said, I went through mm. and I touched the rest of the orbs. And so the rest are okay. Right, let me, yes. let me, before we work too hard, let me try to reframe this. Are people allowed to touch the spheres of the menagerie typically? Typically, no one is allowed access into the menagerie. It is um, not It is not like the rest of our exhibits where you can come and have an interactive uh, sort of soul-enriching experience with all the great art. Um, because uh, So people can't touch it, right? No, no unless no, you have okay. very special privileges. And he pets hmm. the neck of his horse. It says, they, cannot that's, that's they can't take this from me. Now, okay, so you can't touch them, but... There's illusory magic that makes it look like they're still there, right? Yes. All right. Well, let me let me ask you this: Is there even a problem? <laughs> <laughs> I don't understand what you mean. Well, nobody can touch them, right? And it looks like they're there, right? Right. So I think we just pack it in for the day, right? I don't if people are like, hey, I touched this and my hand passed through it, you should be like, you shouldn't have touched it. That was your mistake. So you're saying that, like, some of us will know, like, no more polar bears, <laughs> but everyone else will be like, can't wait till we get back to the surface and kick it with these great white bears. Exactly. <laughs> well, listen, we're going to be so thrilled right. to be back up on the surface. Who's going to miss polar bears? Right. So the, the meetings of the Tufted Rhino fan club that happens in the city, <laughs> yeah. I can show up and be like, don't worry, guys. Everything's great. Uh, yes, I suppose it's a victimless crime. Except for, of course, the polar bears and rhinos and silver striders and long clawed servos. I'm just really glad that Diva's not here for this. Yeah, you left. I, I, Travis McRoy, am screaming, he was a witness. Okay. If you wanted to be in the investigation, and listen, I didn't know we were going to be interviewing you. We were just making conversation. Yeah. (laughs) (laughs) All right, why don't you come clean, perp? We know you're the one that had something to wow. do with it. Whoa, whoa, a whoa, whoa Zeus. I'm, so, I'm sorry about my oh, partner. He's being bad cop. He, I'm just being a bad cop. I'm trying to play along. Shut up. Okay. I'm sorry about my partner. He flies off the handle. Real he's got loose a real, cannon. You should. Yeah. I mean, he is. And I would tell you he's an itchy trigger finger. It's actually very. That's not like a fun <laughs> threat kind of deal. I'm warning you that like. He has shot people with his crossbow that I with very little premeditation. So um, I am sorry. And you haven't done anything to deserve this. So I am sorry about that, too. Um, can you just tell us what you saw? It's pretty, pretty spooky. Dang, dang hold on. Let me, let me buckle in for a chiller then. It were a ghost. I did. I saw one of the bowling balls shaped. Wait, I should come up with a better name for them. I saw one of the containment orbs and it was it was it was floating in the air and it was like a there was like a white specter that was holding it and I shouted and it vanished and then I got I got I'll be honest I was so shit my pants terrified at that point that I did just run out of the building Okay slow down Do I'm you believe in ghosts? I'm right in the fifth G Because they believe in us. G-g-g-g-g-ghosts? Yeah, I wrote that down. Um, so, a go- are you telling me a ghost stole the sphere? I mean, um... Did you see the sphere? He vanished. Did he take the sphere with him? No, he tried to He tried to steal uh, a, a different animal. Uh, it was a, It was a, one of our 
wonderful, beautiful lions. He tried to get our lions, but in my bravery, I said, "Hey, you goats, to stop it!" And he, and then, um, and then I ran away. But it's okay because I saved the lions. You stood up to a ghost. Yeah, ma'am. Um, Griffin, I'd like to take. I'd like to do. I think it would be a. I don't know if it would be nature or history. I mean, this is a weird world. Yeah, we're in. Like, I'm trying to see if there's anything that immediately jumps out to me where I think like, ref- like what it could have been. You know what I mean? Like, if there's any magical things that I know about in the world where this could be, like, similar to what he's describing. So I don't know if it's like Arcana or nature or history. Uh, you are trying to basically deduce our ghosts real. Not our ghosts real. More like, could it have been X? Like, um, what what is sit- not unlike a ghost that I could, that maybe it could have been? Because just as a refresher, I mean, like, ghosts are this, real in this world, right? Yeah. Because the spirits yeah. of the... Hom- right. Hominians. Was that it? No. Yeah, I would say I would say you know that, right? Like that is the only the uh, Einar. Like, that's it. Yeah, the Einar, right? The spirits of the Einar are like the only sort of uh, experience because when they first came out, uh, they would they were like moving shit around the camp that you all you know lived in on the shore side. Uh, so like there is a history of that. They weren't like visible, tangible things like he's describing, like. He described like a visible white specter that he saw. This was more like poltergeist style, like things moving around. So, like, I, I will give you that without without a roll. Uh, if you want more than that, I don't know. You could just give me. Uh, if you're just trying to do some some deduction here, um, you could give me in just a straight up intelligence check, maybe. Yeah, intelligence. Oh my god, a natural 20. Wow. Cold. Oh, I'll be dipped in shit and rolling breadcrumbs. Oh, Nelly. Amazing. Uh, you know exactly what this is. I just had a galaxy brain. Yeah, yeah sure. For a moment, just like the light dims all around her. And for a moment, she is smart. Every yeah. every single experience you've had for the last two weeks just right. came into play and was like, wait, <laughs> I know this. You know exactly what this is then. You 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 piece this, you literally connect uh, like a dozen dots in your head all at once. You have seen this happen before. You have seen a white spectral shape uh, that had in, you had interacted with and then vanished in the blink of the eye. And it was when you were at the auction house, and the uh, there were you know a lot of sort of hard light apparatuses there. Um, but the one it, that sort of sticks out in particular is the auctioneer himself, because after you sort of after things went to shit in the uh, in the auction and people started to kind of abandon ship the auctioneer forced you all to you know settle up before you could leave uh and was essentially like a free floating hard light thing uh that a like sprite was projecting out so it wasn't like a person wearing a suit it was like a a standalone sort of hologram uh that you remember that and as he describes what he saw like you you put together like I have seen this before pretty recently. Okay, so you know what he is describing is some sort of sprite that can like m- make a body for itself with with hard light because you saw the auctioneer essentially do that uh, okay. back in the auction house. And by sprite, you mean one of these like floating like cubes, a drone like one of these like a drone. Yeah. Okay. 
Was that control? I mean, when I saw it before, was that being controlled by somebody or was it like? You assume it was being controlled by a real person remotely, right? Okay. Um, Like a drone. Like a drone. Got it. Okay. Hmm. This is a long shot, but I'm going to do an investigation check around the area where he saw the, the, I'm going to keep calling it a ghost, I guess, for simplicity's sake. Uh, Okay. I don't really have good brain skills. I wish Devo was here. Yeah. I didn't realize we were going to start the investigation. I thought we would just be getting the briefing. You can come come back. Just come back. Yeah. My errand is complete. We'll check in on that errand later, folks. (laughs) Or Uh, maybe we won't. I got 15. That's a pretty important errand, Griffin. Okay. Uh, With a 15, there are dozens of of these like floating cube sprites that are going all around the room. Occasionally you see one kind of like slot into like a little square indentation on the pedestals holding the the like biome spheres and you'll see like something change inside as they tend to the uh habitats for these compressed creatures. Um one of them you notice uh is not plugging into these indentations. One of them seems to be, for for lack of a better word, pretending to work. And you clock it as it continues to kind of like fly around. Uh, it's high up. It's like near where the like third story is of this of this you know towering library of animals. And it is just kind of floating around, and it'll come close to one of the alcoves, and then just like move into another one. Uh, that is what you notice. Hey, Diva, what what do you make of that? Hmm. Uh, Griffin. Yeah. What we know of these sprites, like common knowledge, are they like intelligent things? Do they have any kind of AI? Very, very limited, like crazy limited. Uh, they are basically specialized tools that do like one thing. Would they you are, say that it, they have an intelligence of three or lower? Yeah. Oh, <laughs> shit. Okay. So this seems uh, to be. The sprite that you called that now is trying to avoid detection, yes? So what if we all, and this is a long shot, looked away from it, let it escape, and then followed it? All right, well, yeah, let's try it. Man, I'm glad you came back. No kidding. Well, it, yes, because it seems stupid. It does not have an intelligence of four or more. And so I think that in my, if we do like, oh, look, oh, look at this horse. Everybody, look at this horse. Did everybody see this horse over here? What's this horse's name? The docent says, um, I mean, he doesn't have a name, but I like to call him Buddy. This is a fine name, Buddy. Okay, Zooks cast Speak with Animals. Okay. To talk to the horse? To talk to the horse. Okay. Excellent. And let's make sure everybody's really paying attention to this horse. Don't really pay attention to the horse, right? We're gonna we don't want to miss the sprite leaving. <laughs> okay. Okay. So um Get friend this horse. guy off my back! Holy Yeah, shit. I was gonna ask you, do you like He's having him up there? So big! You got listen, man, you gotta get me out of this fucking ball, dude. Every day he puts me back in this ball. I, here's what I remember. Kicking it on the surface. Yep. Great, 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 great. Lots of people doing magic war. I don't know, guys. Seems like a bad idea to me. There's a big storm over there. Is anybody else worried about that? And then fucking Ash Ketchum comes, puts me in this little spherical prison. 
It's it's not fun. Do you know how many carrots are in there? Hey, hey, you f- weird fucked up plant man or whatever you are. Do you know how many carrots they got in there? Do you know how many oats they are? Because as far as I can tell from my little my little prison, uh, it's no oats. Oats are extinct. Cool, but I'm not. I pray. What about a hall? I pray for death. Do you understand? <laughs> my friend. I understand completely. Did, we are not so, actually concerned about the horse. When you were when you were inside that ball, could you see Al? Has Dad forgotten? Okay, no, 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 oh, no, yeah, yeah, no he's yeah, investigating yeah, a horse. Could I see out? Of course, I see you, big, giant weirdos, just looking at me ambivalently as I scream at you. Oh, okay. So is what the docent on your back that? bastard on your back yeah it sucks is what he's saying true is that what really happened yeah i mean yeah there's like a ghost there's like a ghost by which i mean of course like a hologram projected by one of the sprites like anybody can figure that out and it shows up and it'll grab an orb and then it'll just sort of like uh uh, hide it and just float right out of here and you know okay so so has uh, the has the sprite moved griffin I mean, it's continuing to pretend to work, but like it is, it's not like this sprite knows its cover is blown and that it needs to get, get out of here. If one of the, you get the impression that if one of these sprites just left the building mm-hmm. uh, in the middle of the day, apropos of nothing, like it would, of course, raise suspicion. And so it is not, it is not, it has no cause to do that right now. Mm. And there's really no way we could get up to closer to yeah, it. Yeah, I mean, correct? you could go up the stairs and, and try, but it's like, uh, to catch it would be tricky, but not impossible. One last question. I know your name's not really Buddy. No, what is? Can we? Okay, wait, wait, wait. Time out. Can we assume? Can we just for the sake of like <laughs> linear storytelling for me and Devo to like do something else while he's doing that? So can we just say that like what we'll do next is what we're doing while he's talking to the horse? Sure. Okay. Because the horse was supposed to be a distraction, which I'm into. Yeah. I think it's great. But like, okay, go ahead, Dad. You're okay. So I know your name's probably not really Buddy. What What is your name really? My name is Alqualanine. The last, <laughs> the last of Al? the Alqualanine. Alqual. The, the Al? last of the great equine empire, the cloud stomper, the. The main runner. The <laughs> yeah, I'm not going to remember all that. I'll just call you Al. Okay. Can I just call you Al? Yeah, ch- typical. Can I can I call you Puh? Can I call you Z? Okay, Z. Yeah, call me. Call you can call me. Call me late for dinner if you just get this guy off my fucking back. Yep. Hey, docent, do me a favor. Yes. Um, oh, and your you, language you... is so beautiful when you speak to him like that. Tell, you see, what's he saying? You see, tell me all about the sort of like great uh, sort of spiritual friendship that we share. No, 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 no. No, he was he was saying that um, back when he was in the the biome. Yes. Uh, one of the other horses um, shit all over his back, and you might want to get off. How did that happen? You might want to. Hey, um, hey, Dad, this is me, Travis, over asking him and you. Shit. Oh, I'm mid- okay. Jumped over him and shit. <laughs> wait, wait, stop. We can't do our show anymore. So wait, the, are you saying that the another horse leapt over this horse and shit? No, because that would have yeah. to be premeditated. It would have to, You can't accidentally do that. You, can't, well, can't, you wouldn't start running when you felt the shit coming on accident. 
That was my second choice, but I thought the first choice would have grossed everybody okay. out. So. Oh, he, says, I can't. he says, yeah. we, he says we keep the animals separated into their own biome containment yeah. unit, so I do not know how it would do, but I am, um, if it is a yucky back, I do not care because Buddy is my best friend. Yeah. Um, listen, um, only I'm friend, the bad if you cop, really, remember? if you think about it, the only friend. Get off, <laughs> please get off the horse. He does not like it. He does not like you sitting up. Maybe if it were a child. Maybe, maybe if, if were you were like sitting on a child. Maybe if a child was sitting on him, he'd be okay. Um, but you need to get off. Please get off Al right now, okay? Uh, His name's not Buddy. He looks down at Buddy's face and said, is this, is this true, Buddy? And Buddy says, I can't. I really, I can't with this fucking dude anymore. Uh, I'm going to buck him in like five seconds if he oh. can get off. And, <laughs> oh, um, really? Yeah, I've been saving up <laughs> some really good kick strength because I got nothing to kick in there either. So um, Yeah, buck him off. And I'll jump up. I want to see what it's like. Don't fucking dare. You look pointy as shit, my friend. Uh, I am kind of pointy. The docent slides off, and he looks kind of bummed out. He says, okay, um, well, pull them back in. And the assistant sucks the horse back into the biome sphere, and you hear Alqualanine go, and he's shrunken little again, and they put him back on the pedestal. Uh, I, I don't guess we could have him. Could we? Can you have the the last the, the, the last alcohol. one of two horses that exists in the world? Are you gonna take? Well, you I'll gonna take, take real good care of them. <laughs> yeah, you promise okay. to feed him and walk him. I will feed him yeah, and sure. walk him every day. Got it. Got it. Uh, Devo and Amber, what are you doing? So during this time, like the, the he's continued doing the thing. So Devo is gonna whisper to Amber, like. I will sneak up on him. You get your extra hands out. You get ready to catch, huh? Yeah. Catch the sprite? Okay. You all probably make your way up the stairs to like the level that this sprite is pretending to work on. As you all approach it, it's like trying to move away and give you all distance as if this is like a protocol it is following to uh, not specifically get get caught so uh okay. you all will need a tactic to to achieve this is the sprite distracted by all this horse nonsense going on the ground i would find it very distracting myself i would say i would say yes whatever whatever technique you all try to pull i will i will give you you know a, a boost to it uh because of the distraction that you all have created here but you have to have some sort of technique cuz this thing is not going to let you just walk up to it and fucking grab it cuz it is uh it is being a little bit more intentional than that Hmm. What color is the sprite? Like, what what's it look like? Uh, it's just plain glowing white sprite. It looks like the rest of them in this room. Okay, Devo's gonna change his uh his glamour weave. Okay. To be the same glowing white. Okay. As as another sprite. Okay. And he's going to move in ninety degree corners. He's going to move however the sprites are moving. You're gonna make yourself cube shit. What are you doing? No, no, no. But like however the sprites are moving, which I assume is like short staccato movements. Uh I'm matching those, baby. I'm matching their pace. I'm matching their rhythm. We're doing a dance now. Until so I can is this get a close stealth, to it. Stealth check or I I mean, I guess that's better than a blend. Yeah, we're going to go with performance, Griffin. Okay. Yeah. If you're dancing like them. Uh, okay. Yeah, go ahead and make a performance check. 
This is pretty. This is pretty out there, shit, man. And I have advantage, though, right? You said because the distraction. Mm-hmm. Um. Yes. Well, at this point, it's like, what is more distracting: this horse conversation happening downstairs, or this man pretending to be a cube? Whoa! Yeah, that's a nat twenty. Okay. Are you kidding me? Yeah, twenty six total. You, Amber, it's the damnedest fucking thing, man. <laughs> You're like, where's Devo, and where did that big cube come from? <laughs> he is, he is man cube, half man, half cube. He walks in two worlds, but is the master of both. He has legs. Uh, here is what that accomplishes, though, Devo. This, this sprite you have definitely sort of broken its cover because it is no longer zipping around and pretending to be one of the other sprites. It's like you are now the biggest, most distracting thing in this room. So before it was kind of distracted by this horse thing happening. Now it just saw a man turn into a cube uh-huh. and it's like I didn't something. turn into a cube. I want to make it clear. For all intents and purposes, okay. from, cube, from its perception, it. I've turned into a cube. I don't want some weird fan art of Devo the Cube now. Well, yes, yeah, you I can. Do. I, yeah, do. I do. Yeah, I do. Yeah. Um, Amber, what are you doing? Because now, uh, here's what I will give you. It is so confused that it is, uh, it is for a moment, like, it, it has broken its uh, avoidance. I'm just going to snatch it out of the air. Okay. Uh, With my net. You do have a net, don't you? Yes, I do. Uh, okay, why don't you make... Fishing tools. Um, Amber comes from oh, fishing tools. Okay. She has her fishing tools. Just make an unarmed strike roll, because, I, I mean, you definitely have proficiency with fishing tools, I will I will okay. say, so it, it, the modifiers. The numbers will be the same. Uh, and make it with advantage, because Travis turned into a cube. 14 or 11. Um, okay, on a 14, you, Devo, the cube, see Amber sort of creep up behind this thing and throw a net over it. Uh, and Amber, you manage to like grab, gather up the corners of the net as this sprite immediately jerks away and is uh, trying to pull you up into, it. no, fuck it, it pulls you up into the air. You are now holding onto this net, and this sprite is now flying all around the room as you sort of hang on for dear life uh, underneath yeah. of it. Uh, and now everyone is looking up at this scene. Uh, this sprite it doesn't seem to be like trying to go in any particular direction. It is like a bucking bronco trying to get you off of it right now. Zooks, what are you doing? The horse has been put back in the horse shelf, so you're not talking to the horse anymore. Uh, I think Zeus is going to join the party. Yeah. Zeus is going to walk over and prepare an action. Okay. Are you going to tell me what the action is, or is it it going to be like a special surprise? Like a special... It'll be a special surprise. Okay, cool. Uh, Devo, what about you? The cube. Devo the cube. Um, So is Amber anywhere near Devo? Is it... Sometimes... Okay, I'm gonna also. Amber try is to... fla- Amber is sort of flailing behind this thing as it as it zips around sort of the open area of this of this huge tower. Okay, now would you say that this counts, Griffin, as fighting it? Is Amber fighting it? Amber, are you fighting it? 
I mean, I'm being pulled through the air, right? Yeah. I mean, as much as I can. I mean, no. I mean, I don't know what I would be doing. Okay, great. Um, I am going to cast a charm person on the cube. So it is a creature, yes. Uh, I will. Oh, it does have to be a humanoid. Never mind. That doesn't yeah. work. Not a cubanoid. I am going to talk to the cube. Okay. Uh, Sprite. Um, I see that you are busy, and I understand this. Yes, I. I assume <laughs> uh, that you have figured out that you have been uh, undone, as it were, and perhaps discovered as uh, the projection. Now we can offer you amnesty. Yes, some sort of uh, forgiveness where we will not. Uh, um, punish you. You are merely the tool, the vessel being used uh, to accomplish this theft. If you would please stop um, swinging my friend around and, uh, you know, be willing to help us in this investigation, then no punishment will be taken against you. And in fact, you could probably work here or in some other facility once all this is done, perhaps even with us, if you've ever had the desire to travel. But we will need your help, and please stop swinging my friend around. Um, This is going to be a persuasion check. Yeah. Uh, but because of sort of the nature of this thing, which is to say you know, based on what you all have deduced so far, it is being sort of controlled by a third party. Uh, I'm going to make you take disadvantage on this persuasion check. Okay. Well, that's a 20 total, 11 plus 9. And a 17 plus 9, a 26. So 20 or 26. So it'd be a 20. Okay. With a 20, uh, it is going to do what you say, but not before you make a dexterity saving throw. Oh, okay. 14 plus 4 and 18. Okay, you and uh, Amber make a dexterity saving throw. Yeah, all right. That's a 20. Yeah, okay. <laughs> this is amazing. Uh, it stops in the air, leaving Amber dangling like 30 feet above the, uh, the, the floor of this, of the menagerie. And then... After it hears what you say, it dive bombs you, Devo, bringing Amber sort of like flailing behind. Uh, you manage to jump out of the way, though, right before it smashes into you. And Amber, as it like sails over the railing of the platform that Devo is standing on, you just manage to like slide on your knees into like to, to land on your feet. And uh, the cube turns inert, the light that was sort of surrounding it. Uh, just shuts off. And now it is just this small, gray, ruined uh, metal cube. And it tumbles out of the net and rolls along the ground and stops. And as you see it now, uh, Amber and Devo, it doesn't just remind you, especially Amber, since you put this together before, it's not like it reminds you of what you saw with the auctioneer back at the auction house. This exact cube, this exact mm -hmm. object is the exact same thing that mm. the auctioneer left behind when it vanished and it is dead now it is no longer being controlled uh, by the auctioneer but now with this item in tow the perpetrator of this crime is completely evident
MaximumFun.org. Comedy and culture. Artist owned. Audience supported.